lost a lot of shit, man. I done lost partners, bitches, money. But I ain't never lost my mind, though. You feel me? Had a lost couple partners, yeah. Peace, homie. When I thought you couldn't go wrong, but it did. Can't get away with me, cause everybody got problems. Everybody got problems. And you don't know where to go. You be lost, man. Hello everybody, you all know me, I'm John John, if you don't, I am a certified life coach and uh, co-host of the Threesome Podcast and I'm excited to be here and excited for the interview that we're about to do right now. Yes. yes, yes, yes. You already know I'm severe, man. I got to get some shout outs. I'm sitting here with the lovely, gifted Miss Infinity. Did mm-hmm. I say that correctly? That's right. Okay, okay. She's going to give us a little input on her life and, and what brung her here and, and how she's progressing now. Um, also want to give a shout out to Carrie J Hair Products. Make sure y'all check that out on Facebook. Instagram, she got some great products for all types of hair. She also has that beard oil. If you got a beard, make sure you check it out. Carrie J Hair Products. All right. All right. So we're gonna dig deep into this right now. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna give the rest of the forty-five to Miss Love. Tell us about yourself. Hello, everyone. Like she said, I am Miss Infinity. Mm -hmm. But for starters, I was not Miss Infinity a few months ago. My name is actually Chevella Dyer, but everybody calls me Love because I'm the queen of love. That's all I know how to do. Love everybody and give everybody love. Okay. Um, for starters, Miss Infinity Georgia is my title that I hold, Miss Infinity Georgia 2020. Okay. I just won the title at the beginning of this year. Last year, it was a commercial on Facebook, and they were advertising um a picture contest and mm-hmm. I put my picture in the contest I had no idea what it was for it was mm-hmm. called faces of global change mm-hmm. and when I entered my picture in the contest they emailed me literally like a few hours later and they was like you're the winner for Fulton County I was like oh, the winner of oh, what oh. like oh my goodness what have wow. I got myself just into? submitting your picture yeah so for me really? <laughs> submitting your picture okay, okay. All right. so I, I went through the email and I was like oh my god this is like a big beauty pageant like Miss America, Miss Universe, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. I mean, I had to take pictures. I had to do 25 hours of community service. Okay. And I had to um, send them an introduction video. It was, yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, now I won for the whole state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I'm still in the competition. The actual pageant is in March in okay. Orlando, Florida. It's from the 10th to the 14th. That's when I'll be okay. going to win the whole thing because I'm already claimed it. I'm winning. <laughs> so, right. okay. And we are actually doing a party that we host every month which is called the Be Nice Party mm-hmm. in honor of autism awareness because I have a little boy who has autism. Okay. And mm-hmm. for my platform for the pageant it's also autism awareness because even before I got in the pageant that was my passion. It's always been my passion ever since I had a son and he got diagnosed with autism. It just became my whole life. 
autism is everything I know, it's everything I breathe, see, eat, sleep, everything. So now it's just then become to the point where we do everything for autism awareness, for motivational speaking. We do entertainment. Shout out to my fiance, Saint Velo Deville. He's an artist. Okay. And he also does comedy and poetry and we do couples comedy and we do he's a Handyman, shout out to Silly Fan Man, which is his company. Okay. So if you need any work done, electrician, anything, Silly Fan Man, y'all hear it here. This is a podcast. Yes. He can build a whole house. So if you need it done, and of course, whenever he do that, I'm his assistant with that. So okay. And just we sell products from air fresheners to necklace. We sell these ump chains, which stands for Everlasting Life. We have three different colors: silver, gold, and rose gold. We also have T-shirts and shoes. Which mm-hmm. is piss on racism, and it's a little chocolate little fat boy on it, which is his avatar. And okay. we all have those products as well. So yeah, this is the flyer for the party. And like again, okay. like I said, it's called the Be Nice Party. It's a family party for families with children. It's a free party. It's going to be every fourth Saturday, mm-hmm. okay. and it's from three to seven at the Motorcycle Club in Atlanta, Georgia. And right now we are still looking for sponsors. Anything, anything, and everything can help from food to toys, bubbles, pizzas. You know, anything okay. the kids mm-hmm. like. You know, mm-hmm. again, like I said, it is a free event, so it's no charge to you or your kids. And it's going to be free food. It's going to be free entertainment. Of course, man, I'm going to be doing everything. Right now we're doing everything. So if anybody can help, please help us. We appreciate it. We love y'all. Mean it. Okay. <laughs> and again, like I said, this the be nice party. So if you don't want to be nice, don't come. Right, right. <laughs> you heard that. Right. If you don't want to be nice, don't, don't show up. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you can so, donate, though. You, yeah. gotta, you can't show Make up. Make sure y'all you can, donate. You can still donate. You can be naughty and donate. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Exactly. And y'all cannot see Miss Love, but she is that Oh, yeah, you're going to see it. her sash, her crown. <laughs> yes. She is looking really beautiful. Thank uh, you. Yes, it is so yes. good to see her. I have not seen Miss Love in a long time. It's been years. You know, we stay connected through through Facebook, mm. but I'm so excited to give you this opportunity on this platform right. to be able to draw attention to not only the Miss Infinity pageant, because I had, did not know anything about that, <laughs> uh, but also I love the work that you are doing for autism and raising awareness to that. And you said you have you have two kids, mm-hmm. right? Who are on the who are on the spectrum? That's how they. Yes, right. my daughter is on the low spectrum, but my son is on the high spectrum, and mm-hmm. is to me is amazing and is crazy, scary, and frustrating. Just all these different emotions all in one because. For one thing, as a parent, to have your child born that way, I guess it's kind of easier to accept than versus me in my situation. It's kind of totally different because I try to let everyone know that when my son was born, according to this world, he was perfectly normal. My son used to talk. He used to go to the bathroom. And then I started to notice things, you know, drifting away. I started to notice his vocabulary getting smaller. I started to notice him playing his species when he was like 18 months. And I brought it to his pediatrician's attention. And I was telling her, she was like, oh, it's nothing wrong with him. That's normal. I was like, in what world? That's not normal for a child to play in his species and Mm -hmm. bang his head on the wall and peel paint off of it. And when I go to give him a hug, he's scratching and biting me because he don't know how to express himself. There's nothing normal about that. So, of course... She just kept prolonging trying to send me to people. And unfortunately, even now, like, us as parents is like, 
we have only so much say so which it kind of sucks because even when i knew something was wrong my son and i'm bringing it to her attention still she would not give me any referral she's like mm. well let's wait let's wait until he turns two so of course once he turned two then she gave me referrals but from the Why age of 18 so right so by the time of 18 from the eight, 18 months to the time he turned two my son is completely nonverbal now he doesn't go to the bathroom by himself anymore. Mm-hmm. Now he wears pampers. And now my son is eight, and he still hasn't started back talking. He's still in pampers. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, of course, now that's, like, my main concern. That's why I'm so strong about autism awareness. I'm like, I don't know everything, but I know a lot. And I try to explain to people, like, every autistic child you meet, if you meet one, you've only met one. They're nothing alike. They're mm-hmm. all different. You know, some of them can talk, some of them disabled, some of them, like, they actually look, you can look at them and tell something is wrong with them. If you look at my son, he looked perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. He don't act mm-hmm. like anything is wrong with him. He right. just, you know, he don't like to wear clothes for the most part. But other than that, he you cool, you know. He just, <laughs> <laughs> he just like, chill me right. so, I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, it's just, it's hard to not to be able to talk to him and have a communication, considering at one point we used to actually talk and verbalize and have whole mm-hmm. sentences, you know, and talk to each other and now he doesn't say anything but like ee and ooh and then I explain to people my daughter which is right up under him she's Mm -hmm. six and he's eight my daughter has never had any shots since the day she was born and she won't over Mm -hmm. my dead body Mm -hmm. the difference between my son and my daughter that's the only difference they have had shots my daughter can still walk and talk. She goes to the bathroom by herself. My daughter's on the honor roll, matter of fact. She, you know what I mean? So I'm like, but, you know, she is crazy because I'm like, she's like the world's greatest helper. She want to cook. She want to clean. She want to do everything. So she thinks she's the big sister, you know, because right, she don't right. talk. And he's right, in pampers okay. and things, okay. you know. So I be trying to explain to people, I'm like, other than that, unless you can tell me or show me the difference, I'm not going to believe otherwise, you know. Right, and I'm like, right, a lot yeah. of parents don't know that, you don't have to get those shots. And if I knew that then, then I would have never gotten, you know, but you don't know, you don't know. I call myself just being a good parent, going to the first month checkup, second month checkup, you know, doing everything right. I'm supposed to do as a new mom. But unfortunately, you live and you learn. So I'm learning, but of course, it's getting much better. And he's come a long way considering when he first got diagnosed with autism, like he was out of control. Like he used to bang his head on the wall, eat pain and he used to play in his feces. I mean, he was speared all over himself, the whole entire house, like wow. it, everything. Like, yeah, it was horrible. So now he don't play in his feces. He don't bang his head on the wall. He don't That's eat good. paint. You know, That's he don't good. do anything with no medication, with oh. only me, prayer, God, you know. Right, so right, right. <laughs> I'm like, everybody like, well, he needs some medicine. The devil is lie. No, because I'm like, then he'd come dependent on that medicine. Then he don't have it. Then he reverse, you know, I'm like, no. So, yeah, other than him not talking, he's pretty much a normal kid now. Which is wow. kind of awesome, yeah. So, <laughs> so how do you 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 deal with being a mother to a child that had autism? Also, another child, another child with special a needs, model, <laughs> actress, a motivational speaker. Yeah. Where do you find the time to actually balance out everything? Wear a lot of hats. All the roles. Honestly, yes. if it wasn't for my other half. Mm-hmm. Virgil Lindsay, St. V. Loverville, Silver oh, Family. <laughs> if it wasn't for him, um, I honestly don't know how I would be doing it. Because before I met him, like, I was going through a lot. Like, I was actually uh, dealing with depression. Like, mm. I was suicidal. Like, a couple of years ago, I actually ran my head through a wall and tried to kill myself, believe it or not. Oh, my goodness. Right. And it was like, that was, that was my wake-up call. Then I was like, what are you doing? Like, if you die, who gonna take care of your babies? You know what I'm like? You right. tripping. Like, so... Yeah. 
And that's like, that's another reason why I go around and I do motivational speaking because I'm like, I never know who life I can save or talk to or encourage, you know, or try to help because I'm like, I just didn't been through so much mm-hmm. from being raped to being robbed to being homeless mm-hmm. being hit by 18 women getting cut out the car. Yeah, I read so, about that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> so yes. just different things in general. But now it's just like, like I said before, if it wasn't for him, then I really don't know how I would do any of it because like I tell him, even if it's only just for five minutes, him holding me and letting me cry and not say anything, like I just need that peace if it's only just five minutes mm-hmm. out of that day, you know, because I tell him like before I met him, I'm like, my whole life is so chaotic. I just need yeah. that calmness. You yeah, know, just yeah. if it's only just for five minutes, just five minutes of my day, that's all I need. I can take that, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes I might not get that five minutes, but I need it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, so. What, what, what drove you to that, that moment of, of that, that suicidal moment? What, what were you um, going through? Um, dealing with my family, never just like, growing up, I was always tormented and tortured. Of course, me being raped was one thing, but it was like, you know how, you have bad things happen to you, but then you, you don't forget them, but you kind of block them That's out. Right. So it's like they didn't yeah. happen, you know? Yes. So it's like yes. when I moved to Georgia, mm-hmm. from the moment I moved to Georgia, that's when my life started, if that makes any sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was already grown, you know? Mm-hmm. So from childhood and all that, it never happened. But then, like I told him, I guess because nobody never asks either, you know? Nobody's like, where are you from? Yeah. Where you grow up at? Right, well, how right. was you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Don't ask, don't tell. That's, that's right. the way it always that's been. Right. Until I had my son. And then I went to the Social Security place. And, of course, you got to fill out all these paperwork mm-hmm. and yeah. talk about mm-hmm. your, your whole life now. So it's like like you know deja vu is coming back to get me now because mm-hmm. the man who's asking me questions about my son he's asking me questions about myself too yeah so he's Trigger, like huh? yeah Trigger, he's like yeah. what happened he's like well something yeah. something something and i'm just telling him my whole life you know like he's my therapist and i'm telling him about me being raped when i was younger and different things and i'm like well when i go to sleep at night i'm like i always get up and i check the door to make sure it's locked and i'm like i make sure the windows are locked and i'm like when i go to sleep at night i want someone in front of me you know because i want to be by the yeah. wall he said yeah. honey you're traumatized yeah. i was like you no i'm not like, ain't nothing wow. wrong with me like that. <laughs> yeah. he was like wow. i was like there's nothing wrong with me he was like yes there are yes it is he was like you need to go talk to somebody he was like because if you don't eventually you're gonna snap he was like, um, I was like, no, I'm not going to snap. He was like, yeah, you are. He was like, and if you do, you really could hurt somebody, including yourself. And I was mm. like, no, I wouldn't hurt a fly, you know. Yeah. So, again, I just brushed it off, you know, like it was nothing. And still just kept blocking it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I started going to therapy. And it was like, that's what triggered everything because it was just like everything was just coming back to get me from me being a kid, from me being bullied and me being raped and me being robbed and me being homeless. And then, of course, before I met him, my husband, that... Uh, my kids are by my kids father like of course our whole marriage we was together for 10 years and it was like we lived in the same house but we didn't sleep in the same bed Mm -hmm. you know he worked third shift so it was like I really never see him other than I'm waking him up to go to work you know so it was like I used to walk to my doctor's appointments by myself pregnant you know so it was like it was yeah it was terrible so it was like it was like I was just lonely, you know, and I was like I was always going through stuff. And then, like, I even had all of my family living with me. But it was like I still had no support, nobody to encourage me or believe in me. Or, like, I didn't really feel like I had nobody to love me. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just surrounded by a whole bunch of people, but I still feel so lonely. So yeah, yeah, so it was like, then I met him, believe mm-hmm. it or not, St. V, Virgil Lindsay, my other half. And he was at 
the grocery store selling movies because he used to sell DVDs. <laughs> okay. Right, and I was going to the store right. with my family to get groceries like always. <laughs> and he um told me he had movies for sale and that's like how the whole relationship started because he had cartoons for sale. Like I got kids. Mm, and yeah. Of course, with me having special needs, son, like I obviously need movies on hand instead of regular TV because it's only certain things that he likes to watch. So it's like it was right. perfect. So right. it was like we established a friendship. Then I found out that he does a lot of stuff. He's in the entertainment business and different things. Then he started inviting me to go to his open mics and stuff because he found out I do poetry and different things like that. Okay. And then I found out he was an electrician. I was like, hold on, wait a minute. Electrician, uh, like a treats. real electrician. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. I got to see this. You know, so I was like, I was in shock. Like, because. I've never met a black man that's an electrician, so it's like right. I really got to see this firsthand. So I actually went to work with him and watched him put in a full breaker box, like him and his dad. It was crazy, yeah. So night shining on. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's just been saving me ever since. <laughs> yeah, man. So you you definitely you definitely came a long way. How how is that for you now? You know, and and because um, I see that you can talk to people. But how do you get it out to people? Like, how do you get it across? Like, to let them know that you can't overcome it besides just, you know, viewing you as you are. Um, honestly, all I can tell them is prayer, mostly, God. Mm -hmm. But, of course, you have to, people always say that when you go through something, that's the first thing people used to always tell me. They'd be like, well, it's okay. You don't need nobody. You got God. That that to a certain extent is very true but we all here on this earth Same we need a physical person yes. we need at least that one physical person yes. and I, I'm mm -hmm. like I'm not trying to be funny but mm -hmm. we do we mm -hmm. all need that one physical mm -hmm. person I don't care what you say you don't yeah. have to have millions but you need at least one there is a verse you that know? says you didn't yeah. create us to live life alone yeah mm -hmm. so I'm like yeah. and I think mm -hmm. that was the hardest yes. thing for me when I was going through stuff when people used to always tell me that so I try my best not to tell people that i tell them that god is always there and keep him mm -hmm. first but i don't tell them that's all you need because god, it's not god works through other people yes yeah, he, he do we are the yeah, arms and the eyes of god exactly. so, yeah but yeah exactly um so yeah so that's what you you're you found your encouragement in surrounding yourself with people like your, your husband and mm -hmm. friends and family that have been supportive have, have they have they been supportive through your whole transition and healing process um Honestly, no. Other than my fiance, <laughs> no. Like even how, the how very first that? time, that? that that was like really hard. That was I think that was the thing that actually pushed me to that breaking point when I was ran my head through the wall because I was going through so much with my kids' father, like him not being there for my kids and just like not wanting to be a part of their life. And then like he was when we first uh, call ourselves separating ways, and I first started talking to my fiance, like it was like so crucial every time I would try to take his kids to him or he'd pick them up like it would be the most disrespectful down low mm -hmm. conversation like he's being real nasty to me and, and I mean I'm talking about I'm like crying and I'm like why do you gotta talk to me like this and especially in front of your kids you know so then yeah. eventually I just mm -hmm. stopped taking them around you know mm -hmm. but then it was like my number has never changed you know right, right. but he hasn't called his kids in almost three years you know mm -hmm. so I'm like but I'm okay with that now. Before it used to eat me alive, you know. But I'm like, yeah, but I'm like now I don't care because they have a good father figure in their life, and my daughter thinks that's her daddy. Like you ain't gonna tell her otherwise. So, but I'm like, it's just even that is just I'm just grateful, you know, because before I met him, I was just like I said, I was just so alone and I was going through so much, but. 
I guess because I never realized it before I started going to therapy how alone and how sad and miserable I was because I had blocked it out. I was just so focused on taking care of everybody like my mom, my sister, my brothers, my sister, yeah. my kids, yeah. all of them live with me and my husband, you know, mm -hmm. so it was like maybe 13 of us living in one house. So, but I was the only one cooking and cleaning and, you know, taking care of the kids. And I take everybody clothes to the laundry mat and wash everybody clothes. It was like, I was just on autopilot, you know, if that makes any sense. It yeah, was I never like, nobody was never that. like, you all right? You, you need something? Right. You okay? How you doing? Like, nobody never asked. So it's like, I, I guess in my mind, it just never even mattered, you know, if I was happy, if I was sad or anything. Nobody never asked. Nobody didn't care. So it was like, I didn't even express emotions, if that make any sense. It's just like, I cook, I clean, I'm here, you know? <laughs> like, right, right. Yeah, so it was like that for a long time. Yeah. And then once I started, I guess, start to learn what emotion was, <laughs> because mm -hmm. even my fiance, Virgil, like, he, he was one of the ones who helped me to realize that also, because, like, just telling him everything I went through from like when I first got raped at six years old, you know, and then I was telling him about everything I went through from that moment on. And he was like, you just, you've always been grown. He's like, you just been taking care of everybody all your life. You never even had a chance to be a baby or a kid or experience your yeah. childhood. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, you're so right. <laughs> I <been> baby. <laughs> right, like, right, right. <laughs> right, but it was like, so it's like he's opening up doors that I didn't even know was closed, you know, right. because mm -hmm. he's right. Because at six years old, when I got raped, I was like, oh no, babysitting is now over. So in my mind, he was right. I became the adult of the house. I started cooking and cleaning and taking care of my sisters and right, brothers. My right. mom was working two jobs, but I'm like, we don't need a babysitter no more. We good. We Gucci, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I won't finna let that happen to my baby sister. So right, it was like... Right. So did the person that raped you, did he, they get arrested? Yes, no. he got arrested, but he got out when he was 18, and when he got arrested, he was 17. It was my own cousin. Yeah, but <laughs> even that, but that was another thing that was eating me alive for a long time, because I was telling him when I first met him, and even like, I want to say probably up until a couple of months ago, I was like, it's just amazing to me that not one single person in my family has ever acknowledged it or said I'm sorry or like it's like it never happened, you know. Yeah. But I'm like, but it did. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it's, it's, it's crazy how <laughs> family sometimes just act like they they, they just don't notice it, mm -hmm. just ignore it. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's yeah. weird. They they'd rather bury it than deal with yeah. all that emotion yeah. and, and um, guilt associated uh -huh. right, with it. It's like right. okay, just 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 sweep it under under the rug. What yeah. say goes on in the family stays in in, in right, the family. Right. And so yeah. I get that, oh, I get that. But I am just so glad that you're here with us and being a being the survivor right. that you right. are. <laughs> yes. I mean, do you have any words for anybody that may be going through something similar, maybe still dealing with the pains of rape and neglect and do you have Tell any inspiring words yet? <laughs> um, the main thing I would say is, like I said, keep God first always in your life. Know that, even know that you've come across some bad people, because I used to think that all people were bad when that first happened to me, I mean, but I'm yes. learning. Mm -hmm. All I'm... people are not bad. There are still some I good still people in the right. world, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, I just feel like, if there's anything that I can do personally to help you, I'll pray with you. If you want to cry on my shoulder, you need a hug, anything, mm -hmm. you know. Tell them how my to name find is you. Love Dyer on Thanks. all social media. <laughs> yes. It's Miss Love Chica on Instagram. Okay. I am Miss Infinity Georgia. So if you type in Miss Infinity Georgia, 
Google it, I will pop up. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, my phone number is 404-246-8909. So again, like I said, if you want to call me, text me, inbox me, whatever, I'm here for you. I'm praying for you. I love you. And remember that, like I said, there are some good people in the world. Even if you run across some bad ones, don't let them make you bad. You know, stay humble, stay kind, mm. stay loving, caring just love like they said love is love and love conquers all i believe that i, right. I truly believe that with all my heart and mm. i'm a witness to it i'm a living testimony like if it wasn't for love <laughs> from my fiance soon to be my husband virgil Lindsay, i really don't think i would be here right now for the love of him and my beautiful children and of course my wonderful mom linda lasser shout outs to her that's my hey, number linda. one linda hey linda, <laughs> linda. hey Lou. <laughs> podcast. i'm gonna tell y'all right now that lady she will support you and love you and anything she could if she was a millionaire she'd give us all her money y'all she, she would. would go broke she <laughs> she would. Would. <laughs> i know I, I know linda and glenda so yeah <laughs> uh-huh. her, her aunt her aunt the twin yeah okay. and i definitely want to spotlight again this be nice autism awareness party mm-hmm. okay this that this happens this happens monthly right yes every, every fourth, fourth saturday. saturday and the first one is this saturday okay february okay. the 22nd and it's from three to seven and it's at the Strikers MC Clubhouse, fifteen eighty five Moreland Avenue, Atlanta, Georgia three zero three fifteen. It's on my Facebook Love Dyer. It's also on Virgil Lindsay's Facebook and our Instagram, Twitter. Um, and it's actually on Eventbrite. Free tickets are on Eventbrite. Okay. Also. Okay. All right. So from three p.m. till seven p.m next one the next one is saturday, saturday. Uh, february 22nd if you can't make this one this happens monthly so make sure you go follow love dyers you can stay up to date on when the next one is going to be mm-hmm. now this is a free event but where can they make the are they making donations at the event or do they, they can make them at the event but if they want to actually donate something for this event you can send it to my cash app which is dollar sign love 699 or my fiance's cash out, which is his phone number at 404-246-8909. All right, that's All right. right. Yeah, let me pick that up. So donations and sponsors can contact Virgil Lindsay at 404-246-8909. And so what, what's going on at, at, at this party? What are y'all going to have out there? Again, like I said, it's the Be Nice Party, and we're mm-hmm. going to be doing this every single month. We just came up with it because there's just so much mean and cruel and bad stuff going on in the world mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, so I just yeah. feel like we need to put something nice out here in the world right now, and mm-hmm. especially for kids because, like again, like I said, me being a parent of special need kids, I know, of course, how pricey everything can be just because for one my son is in pampers so just the pampers alone is a bill you know so us as parents there's always our main concern we can't go anywhere because for one thing we need a babysitter or Mm -hmm. if we go then we can't take the kids because it's not kids friendly so my main thing is trying to bring together the whole entire family for once where the family can come where you don't need a babysitter so i'm like okay well you i need a babysitter no you don't it, well, it costs, no, it don't. It's free, so I'm like, it shouldn't be no excuse, really. You know, I just want the families to be able to come together, be nice, and have fun, 
We're going to be doing some entertainment, of course, because we do music and we do comedy and motivational speaking. We're going to do a little bit of motivational speaking, of course, to remind the kids, of course, be nice, which is the thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, My fiance is going to be there dressed in a bee suit so you can meet the be nice bee. So I can be the be nice bee. I want to come see that. You also can meet Miss Queen Infinity so you can take pictures with us. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we're going to have food. And Mm -hmm. we're also doing like a little small fashion show and a dance contest for the kids. Kids, okay, and they're gonna win a prize. Okay, all right, make right. sure y'all check that out, man. Mm-hmm. Miss Infinity. But I still want to get back into the question mm-hmm. on how you survive this being hit by this 18 year old. Oh, yeah, um, honestly, all I can say is that was God because I'm like, me and my friend. Me, my friend, and my best friend, mom. This is the crazy part. I had never been out of North Carolina in my life, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my 16th birthday, and I just happened to, Mommy, Mommy, please just let me go. Just let me go. So my friend and her mom take me to South Carolina to Myrtle Beach for my birthday. Mm-hmm. On the way back, I ain't seen Willow hit us. Can you believe it? <laughs> like, look, mm-hmm. like, Right. So if you're going to hit me, we are, me and my best friend are sitting in the back of the car. And I mean, just as good as me and you all are talking, I mean, we're sitting there talking. Yeah. And no, a voice as loud as I can hear our voice right now, a voice said, shut up and pray. So that's what I did. I shut up and I prayed. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, as soon as I said, amen, the 18 will hit us. I was like, oh, oh my, my God. Wow. I said, well, nothing but that prayer to say this. I still to this day believe it with my heart. And it was yeah. crazy because when the 18 will hit, it hit on my side. I was, the window I was sitting at, like it hit right here. They was like, I was supposed to be dead instantly from mm-hmm. the impact from it hitting on the window where I was at. I was pit in the mm. car. Everybody was out the car telling me I was pit in the car. The seat that was in front of me was like pit down on top of me. So they had to cut me out the car. Like I had to wait for them to get the, to literally cut me oh. out with the jaws of life. And I was like, I always heard of that, but I never knew that it was a real thing. So you were to conscious be cut out. All of you yeah, were I was conscious. Could be potential to me. And I'm honest. Were you hurt? Did you hurt it? Did you hurt anyone? Uh, I got some uh, keloids right here from the glass going in my skin. Mm. That's all I got by the grace of God. Oh, Did you call God Ken News? bless you, man. Did you call <laughs> Ken News? Did you get that? Right, right. Did you get the- win, 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 win. Hit by a big truck. Oh, <laughs> me. Yeah, wow. I'm glad you survived. Oh, I am too. Me too. That's why I was like, I was like, it was, it was crazy though. But I tell everybody everything that I've been through, even when I was hit by the 18 wheeler, being raped, being robbed, being homeless. I'm like. I just always have to remember, like I say, I always tell people, of course, I always kept God first, but I always, I don't know, I'm just always trying to stay positive because negativity and being bad, it brings negative energy and bad things around you. The more negative you are, the more negative it brings to you. So I just learned, even Mm -hmm. when you're going through bad, if you just think good and stay good, the good will come. It might not come right, but it's coming. Yeah, I'm like, it's coming. Just just be easy. Mm -hmm. It's coming. I promise you it's coming. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely, man. I'm so happy that you're here, man. Thank you. I'm that so you glad that you survived everything that you survived. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Know you. This is yeah. Thank you for being so transparent. Yes, and yes. sharing your story because I know you that somebody's going to hear this and they're going to be inspired. Yes, um, yes. To all the mothers out there who are raising kids who are on that spectrum, yes. you know, we are here for you. Mm-hmm. I could never say I I understand and know what that's like. Right. But just hearing your story lets me know that y'all are some real strong women. Yes, 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 that you oh, can do. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, my hat goes off to you. I definitely won't 
all of our listeners to go out and to donate and to support this, this yes. great cause and 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 to support you as Miss Infinity again. Yes. Y'all, she looks great. We're gonna have to take pictures <laughs> yeah, after. Ground, you see the so, pictures right. on IG, so, yes. the so, recent yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited for you. Just so excited. Yes, thank you, yes. thank you. Yes, we can't mm-hmm. wait to, to hear what you got going on in the future. You know, mm-hmm. I'll be following you. Yes. You know, so I'm definitely gonna come down and check out some of the events that you yes. got going on. What's the name of the radio station? W- WDRB. We do real business. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is right. Right. Yes, okay. Right. Yeah, I love yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. So, what station? Be sure to tune in to WDRB. We do real business media on all platforms. Especially iTunes, iHeart, TuneIn, um, every Saturday, 7 a.m. And you will be blessed by the Be Nice Show. We are having a party, and we have now launched our own show on WDRB. Every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. The Be Nice Show with St. V and Queen Infinity. Okay, right. yeah. he got that radio voice. Yeah, yeah, D R B. Like I'm about to go listen to it right, right now. now. <laughs> me too. Me too. You said what? Saturday morning. Like, Seven, eight. I was ready for that. You heard that, right? That's all we needed. That's all we needed. Turn up. Be nice. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I love y'all so much. Yeah, man, definitely, man. This is going to be on all platforms. Make sure you take advantage of of what you just heard. Support. Make a donation, whatever you can. It's always good to support each other Mm -hmm. in in everything that we do. You know what I'm saying? Thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. No, no problem, man. (laughs) You know, you heard it here on Threesome Podcast. Keeping in touch and inviting me. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about people coming on. I was like... Yes, this is this is going to be a great a great avenue for you to get into and yeah, just to bring more people to this to this great cause. Right, mm-hmm. right. So much. Yeah, mm-hmm. you heard it here, man. Make sure if you want to go back and get pick up some more of that info on how to get in contact with Miss Infinity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do that. We appreciate y'all. Thanks again. Threesome podcast. We right. out. We out.